you know, it's funny just even thinking about it because if somebody would have, you know, told me about meditation, you know, when I was growing up, probably I'll say, you know, through my whole life, you know, growing up, I, you know, I stayed in a lot of trouble, but I, you know, I would say between the ages of 15 through 17, if somebody would have been telling me about meditation or told me about meditation between those age ranges and, and would have told me like meditation is going, you know, play a real big part in your life when you get older, I would have looked at them like they was crazy because, you know, the community I grew up in, um, you know, meditation is like, what, what you talking about meditation? Um, and this is, mind you, this is like, you know, the internet and stuff was around, obviously social media was around, but it wasn't big. Um, it wasn't big like how it is now, you know, with Instagram, this, that, you know, we still was like just coming out of the, you know, MySpace days, but meditation is like known now. Like even if a kid nowadays, 14, 15 years old, hear about it, they're going to say, oh yeah, okay. I, you know, I seen something about it maybe on Instagram, this, that, or the third. Not, I'm not saying I would have not. If somebody would have mentioned the word to me when I was 15, 16, maybe I would have known the word. But that's as far as I would have went with it. But I would have looked at that person like they was crazy if they would have told me, you know, meditation is going to be big in your life and you're going to be you, you're going to be meditating. I would have been like, huh, because young brothers, you know, we come up in a in a certain environment in a certain structure where we have our own type of language. You know, you grew up in, in certain areas. We move a certain way. We dress a certain way, especially when you're young. Right. And there's no real proper structure in the communities and probably just not like communities like mine, communities similar to mine, you know, and elsewhere. Right. We have a certain language, you know, especially when young brothers don't have the fathers in the home. You know, the, the streets is, is our fault. We learn certain things in the streets. That's not always the case. I'm not saying every young brother that grow up in a certain environment learn in the streets. But I mean, let's let's run the numbers. Right. So it's a certain language. You know, you got to talk, especially when you grow up in a community. It's a difference between, oh, I live somewhere where, you know, maybe four people was on the block, <laughs> you know, and, and when I say the block, like a street, you know, it's, it's it's just different structures when you grow up in a commune. Just that word alone to be able to commune. Community. When you go outside and nine times out of ten, everybody know your mom or pops or this, that, and the third. And young bro, you got young brothers that's all hanging out together. It's a certain way we, you know, we want to impress each other. We want to impress the girls. You know, so we talk a certain way, we dress a certain way. Maybe we start dibbling and dabbling into the, you know, the streets a little bit, getting in trouble, this, that, a third. So it's a certain language, right, amongst the people. It's a certain, you know, way you think. And meditation was not in my thought process. It wasn't in my language. Again, if somebody would have mentioned meditation to me I probably would have been like man this person is a weirdo that's a part of the language growing up yo you're a weirdo 
you ain't talking about what we talking about. Man, we probably talking about trying to do this, that. X, man, this dude a weirdo, right? But see, sometimes in life, all you got to do is plant the seeds. And life will water it, right? So I remember it was one it was one spring semester. I was in school. I was in college, right? You know, and I'm playing football. I'm doing my thing. And football was one of my first passions. It was my first loves. It was something I was willing to go out and work for. Something I was willing to put in the, that extra work for. Not in the classroom, though. Teacher said extra credit. Extra credit. And look. Not nothing else outside of football. You know what I'm saying? Outside of when I was selling drugs, yeah, I'd go hard for that. I'd be on the block to 2, 3 in the morning. And then be the first one there the next day, right? So now, football, that's, I go hard with that. And I hustle hard. You know, I put in that work. I, I, I hustle hard. I had to. It was all It was all I had at one point. So now, when the summer, excuse me, when the spring of 2015 roll around and I find myself in this space where I don't want to do it no more, where I wasn't happy. I was on the field, but I wasn't performing. I was getting hurt. I was feeling low. I was feeling depressed. Like, I didn't want to play no more. You know, I started feeling... I started to look at the helmet and the shoulder pads and all the physical gear as like gladiator gear or something. It was weird. Like I started seeing like, like, what am I? Like, who am I? Maybe I'm around, I don't know, maybe like 21, 22 at the time, 22, 2015, I was 22 and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, Think like who am I is this me it just hit me like a ton of bricks I remember we was in drills and you know I was a lineman I was a D lineman so we'll be like on the like in the far back left corner of the field and I remember you know any any football player who know you can always like when you got your helmet on you can always see the see the bars like you can see the bars of your face mask outside your helmet <laughs> at times, right? Even like from the side angle, like, and I, re I remember that was my only vision was them bars. And I just felt like I was in a cage and I just felt like the, like it was just all the gear and the helmet was just closing in on me, right? And I just had this feeling of like confusion. I just had this feeling of just like, I was just like on the, I was just in this limbo state. Now I talk about and you know, on my journey, I've 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 been in a limbo state before. I've been in situations where I've been in a limbo state before, but this time I was free. I wasn't locked up. I wasn't in no police station. Right. So I'm standing there. I just remember. And that feeling just began to snowball and began to just pile up. 
subconsciously, I started do, just doing things in my behavior that took me away from something that was a passion of mine, something that I love, something that I enjoy, right? So I remember, you know, I just started missing practice. I didn't want to go out there. One, I wasn't performing. You know, I kept getting hurt, kept rolling my ankle. Like, I just remember I just, you know, I give thanks, you know, because I played football for, you know, from high school all the way, you know, through college. I probably had at least a nice six, seven, eight-year run. But I give thanks that I never suffered no major injuries. Um, Nothing crazy, right? But, I, you know, I remember this spring, I just kept rolling my ankle. Kept rolling, like, man, why I keep, ah, and I, you know, and I, I was the type, for me, I was the type, like, I could be hurt, but I'm never going to complain. I might talk about it, but I'm never going to be like, ah, man, I, man, coach, I, because I, I, that's how bad I want to be on the field. Even if I was hurt, I'm lying about the injury. I'm going to play, y'all ain't, what? You got dudes coming from my spot. I'm trying to come for somebody's spot. So I was never the type to complain, right? But I kept rolling my ankle, and I couldn't get in my bag. It's like a, you know, it's like you ever have a dream, and something chasing you, or you fighting something in your dream, or somebody, or someone, or whatever, and you can't swing, can't do nothing. You just feel, that's how I felt. Like I, I just couldn't get in my bag no matter what I try to do. But see, the divine was preparing me for something. See, a lot of times in life, when we go through things, when certain things happen to us, it's because the, the universe or the divine is trying to show you something or it's trying to put you in a certain direction, a certain, put you on a certain path. Maybe it's trying to bring out a certain mindset instill a certain mindset within you, right? But see, the way the universe works, it don't just, like a voice not gonna just come out the sky, but it'll start working through people, places, and things, <laughs> right? So I remember I'm missing practice. So one day, you know, one thing about when somebody know you can perform and do something, and when you're not doing it, you know, that's when they know like, okay, something not right. Because we know we've seen him perform at a certain level, right? This is what the coaches is thinking. We've seen Jacob perform at a certain level. He used to go against our starters when he was on scout team when he had the red shirt. And we know what he used to do. So now you come to the spring semester and it, all my college athlete football players know what I'm talking about. If you didn't ever had the shirt, you know, and all the football players know you get the pads in the spring too. It's called spring ball. <laughs> right. So now when the spring come around, he ain't, wait a minute. He ain't getting off. Like we know he can get off. Something not right. He's missing practice. He's not performing. Now the coach won't answers. We got him here on a scholarship. Wait a minute. So I remember the coach called me in his office. Right. And it was another coach in there. 
they was having like a meeting or whatever. Um, I remember Coach, Coach Wilcox called me in his office. <laughs> and, you know, he, you know, he sat down. Coach Wilcox was like a real calm guy. You know, he, you know, he, yeah, yeah, yell. I've seen him yell. But he was like, a, he had this like, what's that guy from the, uh, I forgot. <laughs> I'm trying to, I, I know it. He's like the godfather. Coach Wilcox was like the godfather. He had like this real like um, calming presence about him. Right? Um, so he called me in and he goes, the reason why I wanted to, you know, that's how he used to talk to me. The reason, uh, reason why I wanted to call you in is because you know, we've noticed, you know, you've been missing practice, blase, blase, right? So, you know, he, he give me this whole spiel. And, I, and, and I'm feeling like some ain't right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't been in these moments and situations before, like where I got this feeling. And sometimes it ain't all, I always get some bad news. <laughs> so, you know, he like, after he get done talking, he's like, I'm thinking about pulling your scholarship. Whew. You know? <laughs> And I sobered up quick. I wasn't under the influence, but I sobered up to reality and football. I, you know what I'm saying? In the foot, my football environment, quick. That's what I mean by what I say. I sobered up. So I sobered up quick. I, I, you know, I, I snapped back into reality quick. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm like, nah, man, because like I didn't want to be the type. Like even though you know school wasn't my thing. Right. You know, school wasn't really my thing. But I didn't want to be like a stereotype of one and done. I seen that before. I seen those guys come in. They come there one and done. And mind you, like, you know, no football. You know, if I ain't got no if I ain't playing football, I'm probably back home. You know what I'm saying? But then again, I was like, that was like a limbo situation. Cause like, all right, you can't go back. You can't do that, bro. You didn't came too. So I don't know what I would have been doing. And this is what I was telling. I'm like, man, look, don't pull my, I told him these is, I'm like, look, don't pull my scholarship. I'm like, don't, don't send me back home. And I said, I told him I straight up, I said, ain't nothing back home for me. Ain't nothing back there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I was serious. Like in that moment, you know, I, I had to, I, you know, I didn't have the answers right then but one thing about me when that pressure get on me I, that's how I perform you can put me in a game seven you know down by ten I'm gonna I'm gonna make it work you know so you know I go back to my dorm I was in Wolf 36 you know I go back to my dorm you know and I remember I was getting ready to go the semester was pretty much over you know, this is why we had this conversation. Um, you know, the semester was pretty much over. I was probably going home in like three days, probably less than that. <laughs> you know, and I felt change coming. I just didn't know where it was, you know, what angle it was coming from. My eyes and ears weren't even open. All I had was just the feeling I was feeling, right? So I remember it was like, it might've been like six something in the evening or what it five some, six some. I'm in Kansas in the Midwest, Benedictine College, 
Wolf Hall 36. And I'm just laying there in the bed. And, you know, I was watching this video on YouTube. It was like a two hour. It was like a two hour video. But, you know, on YouTube, you know, how sometimes you'll watch a video and you'll stop and come back. The little red line right there. You can always come back and watch it. So I was finishing up this video and I was the video was about it was called The Secret of Secrets. Right. And the guy. Who is now my mentor. Was doing a show. You know, talking about meditation. How this reality is programmable. How you have the power to, you know, reprogram yourself. Or excuse me, reprogram reality by reprogramming yourself. Right. And just talking about all these different ways and tools. But what was, what was interesting, right? Throughout the show, he kept saying the name of his, you know, website. Secret of Secrets.info. That was the name of the website. Secret of Secrets.info. Secret of, you know, and I'm hearing him. Like, he breaking down all this stuff. He talking a language I've never heard before, right? Going back to meditation. I never heard this language. But this time, I'm 22 years old. It's a little different. I'm, you know, I'm going on YouTube looking up different stuff, metaphysics, this, that, and the I'm look, I'm looking for the the knowledge, and I, at the time, and you know, at the time, I was a seeker, of knowledge. You know, I was a little different at 22 than 15, 16, right? I had, a, I had went to Laney, took some, uh, uh, Afram classes. My mind, so my mindset was a little different, right? But see, the universe knows. It's going to put you where you want to be. I want to be D1, Arizona State. Right? But it's going to put you where you need to be. So I'm listening to this video. And something in me. See, sometimes the we want answers. You know, we ask for answers, but we ain't willing to really listen. And be still. And when we do listen and get the answers that we want. <laughs> sometimes we ignore it. But sometimes you just got to be quiet. It's talking to you all, life talking to you all the time. But you got to be quiet enough to hear it, right? So something in me just, a voice came through me and said, go to that website. <laughs> right? So I go to the, <laughs> so I go to the website and, you know, he had just, it was like a, just a display of different meditations, it might have been like 15, 20 different meditations. And this this website was nice because it just had all this like stuff that, you know, now, I you know, I know. But at the time it was like this stuff was like hieroglyphics. <laughs> right. So, you know, it was a various of meditations, like 45 minute different meditations, 45 minutes worth. And he had different meditations on there. And but he had like five minute samples like you can, you know, Press a five minute sample and, you know, before you actually pur purchase the meditation. So I had clicked this sample, you know, it's like my finger just boom, went to it automatically. So I clicked this meditation. It was called Epic. <laughs> you know, nothing, nothing in life is just like an accident or we just happen to meet this person or choose this thing. Because it's been an epic journey. And it's going to continue to be an epic journey, right? 
So that was the first meditation I purpose. So I got the, the sample for like five minutes. And when I listened to the first five minutes, I wanted more. I'm like, ooh. I, you know, I don't know. I think the, I think at the time the meditations might have been like, I don't know, like $5 or something like that, $10. I don't remember. But so I purchased the meditation. And, you know, I was like, I wasn't nervous. I was just like, how I am, like, I, I like risk. I like adventure. I like, you know, trying new things. So I had an old pair of, like, beat headphones, right? So I put on these beats. I had, like, the studio ones, too. The old school studio ones. They had, like, kind of, like, the metal on there. So I put on these beats, I'm just laid there on my mattress in the dark. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I just laid there. I turned off all the lights. And I won't even say I was meditating, but I was listening to the rhythms. So I just, I was laying there for about, you know, 45 minutes. It was a 45 minute meditation. And I remember when I woke up, I didn't want to move. I couldn't move. I just laid there. Just be still. Don't move. Sometimes in life, that's how life is. Certain things happen to you. Situations, this, that, and the third. Just be still. Just be still. So I was just still in that moment. I was just laying there. But I, something felt different, though. I, had enter, I entered the portal. <laughs> At the time, I didn't know that. Later on, I came through. I passed through. That was just, you know, the first few steps, though. So I entered this portal and I felt reality change when I came back. Someone, something was different. <laughs> We're going to be talking about reality and stuff in other episodes. But some felt different. I felt reality change. Because just some felt different in the ethers. Like some felt different. You know, so I remember just like I I like cut my hair. You know, a lot of the stuff I was just I just felt change. I I was everything that that's that's what the feeling was was just change was coming. Right? Even if it's gradual change. You know, subconsciously you know, I, I had dreads at the time. I just I just chopped out. I just took some scissors and chopped out. You know, so I ended up going home that summer. Um, and, you know, I continued on with the meditation. So the first time I, I, I say, I would say I formally meditated. Because you remember, there's no, you know, meditation is, you know, it's what you choose. People got different forms of meditation. I was trying something for me. So this is prior to like the course that I took and the trainers that I took and the teachings that I was getting from my mentor. Right. So I remember like the, my first form of like meditation was like I was sitting in my room. Right. <laughs> it was funny because I was sitting in my room. And I didn't know what I was doing. Like I like was sitting like now I don't meditate like that now. Like when I meditate now, I lay back like mummy style. But again, you can meditate however you want. So I remember the first time I meditated, 
I was like sitting down on the ground, legs crossed. And I would like take my arms. And I thought I was moving my arms with my mind without like physically like doing it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, I was doing some like whatever. I don't know. I was like I said, you know, that it's what normal. You know what I'm saying? Like this was all just new stuff for me. I'm in a room door locked. I'm like raising my arms. I'm probably raising them. I'm probably really raising them, but I'm thinking I'm doing it with my mind. Ain't no telling. It was a lot going on. But, you know, I was doing that for, you know, I was doing that every day. 45 minutes. And I, and I just fell in love with the process of just listening to the music. Like, I would go outside in my backyard and it'd be like a tree. And I would just sit and like listen to the meditation music. It's hot in the summer. And I'm just staring at the tree. Like, you know, like I said, I don't have a proper form of what I'm doing, but little did I know I was communing. I was I was tapping in. See, sometimes we do stuff that we don't we don't necessarily have a language for. Right. We don't have the language for it. But it's certain things we just do. Right. You know, like in our, you know, like when we when we go R.I.P. and we pour out alcohol, that's that's ancient. That's a ritual. You see what I'm saying? They do that in the ancient. They was doing that in the ancient times. So it's certain things we do. I'm sitting down. I, I, I became like obsessed with like trees. And it's, I used to just go by certain trees, go under trees, look at certain tree and I just stare at them. And like I, I, I was like seeing trees differently. Right. I used to like look at the ground and I used to think like the ground was like I used to think I could see, see like the ground move like breathing. Like I just look like would just like stare at the ground and stuff like <laughs> and just <laughs> I was just out again on a journey to knowledge itself. I remember. My mentor who's now my mentor, right? He, he had hit me and he was teaching a class inside the virtual world. This is, you know, this is um, pre-metaverse, you know, all that. <laughs> he was teaching um, different classes inside the virtual world. He, you know, he had reached out to me. He's like, man, I, I really think you would enjoy this. I think you would, you know, so I had signed up. That was, I'm gonna get into, that's another, my virtual world journey. That's, that's another episode. So, you know, so I remember as I continue to, you know, meditate, I wanted more though. I don't like just doing something and, and feeling like I don't know what I'm doing, right? Like if I'm doing something, I, I need the whole, I need to know what I'm doing and how to do it. So I remember my mentor, who's my mentor now, he, he he was do he he you know he hosted like one on one coaching sessions, so I'm like man forget this, you know I was trying all the other you know elements, too to a course that I took called Akalia. Um, I'm gonna be doing an episode on what Akalia is. Um, but so you know one of the other elements I'll just talk about one of the other elements real quick. One of the one of the other <laughs> tools of Akalia is a certain style of writing. We refer to it as programming. It's just another tool for programming. So 
but I, I feel like I was missing something, right? I'm like, man, I need the whole woo-wop. So I booked like a 30-minute session with my mentor. I remember I was like, um, I was, I remember exactly where I was. This is at the time my sister was still staying at the house too. So it was like this bed in her room. And I was like laying across the bed, looking out the window when I was on the phone with him. Cause that's, that was like the, I think it was somebody in my room. So like, that was the only place I can go where it was like, you know, quiet. My sister wasn't there. So I'm just laying across the bed. I'm looking out the window and I just, I remember how nervous I felt talking to my mentor. <laughs> I just felt nervous, man. Like I, you know, so I'm just telling them, you know, we building, we building, you know, we building. And I was like, man, I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, I want to go further. Me, I was, I was never scared. I was, I was hungry for knowledge. I wanted to know. I would come across certain things on YouTube. I listen to certain, you know, s certain teachers and this, that, and the third. But it was something different about the way my mentor was kicking it. <laughs> You know, you know, it's just something just different, something that just separated itself from the pack. My mentor really here, yeah, you know, man, man, I, I, man, I give all the thanks to, to my mentor, you know, but, you know, my mentor, it was just something different. He just, it was something different that I used to, and I used to feel like something in my life, I was going to come across something that I was, I was, I've been seeking for something subconsciously. Even back, like, when I used to go to, like, City College in San Francisco and I'm on a bus and, you know, bar back and forth every day. I just used to, when sometimes I used to just be at the bus stop, I used to just feel like something was going to come across my path or something was going, you know, I was seeking. The divine knew. The ancestors knew. And I was being led. I'm still being led. But, so I'm laying on the bed and we having this conversation and we just building I was like, man, I want to go further. You know, so I signed up for these courses. Um, Akalia, course one. And he had a, a, a Akalia course two. Um, Akalia is a, basically a programming language. We're going to get into it. I don't want to get too deep into it in this episode. But basically, Akalia is a programming language for your subconscious mind. And one of the tools is meditation. So... You know, I'm, you know, now I'm now I'm now I'm getting into it right now. I'm getting into it. But meditation has even to this day. It is it's been a it's played a real big role in my journey because. You know, I, I, I was in the, this limbo place in my life at one point where now I'm taking all these things that I'm learning and I got meditation with me, right? But I'm still in school. So, you know, you're still going out. You're doing the regular stuff, partying, this, that, and the third. But, like, a lot of my... I used to be, like, in the room. You know what I'm saying? 941 Larry back in Atchison. I used to be in the room. And I used to just be, like... I had no, I didn't have no lock on my door. But every time I was medita meditating, nobody ever just busted my room. But, you know, we had that kind of respect for each other. Right? So, I carry... You know, I take it back with me to, to Atchison. You know, and it was like meditation was like the thing that I needed because now I was back on my football. <laughs> you know, I started putting in that work again. But it's like I needed that peace, though, in order for me to divine said, wait a minute. We're going to let you get back on that. 
but we got to give you something real quick because this is what's going to this is what you was looking for. This is what you're going to take with you beyond football. <laughs> right. So I'm back on my grind, back doing my thing with the football. But I used to be at the house meditating like my roommates probably never knew. I probably mentioned, you know, I'd be meditating in the room. Right. So now, you know, I'm continuing to meditate. I'm continuing to every time I meditate, I'm, I'm going in further. I'm going in further. So then, you know, I get to this point. Right. I, I get to this point where. You know, football is done. Meditation is like a new passion for me. I still got love for football. Don't get me wrong, but I'm done playing. So now I get to this point where it's like, I know I got to, I know my life is going to, I know meditation is going to not just be a major role for me and my personal health and well-being, but I know certain things that I'm into, a certain way I'm thinking, a certain paradigm is going to be outside of this school. And I got to the point where it's like, it's funny because I knew like, I knew once I stopped playing football, the school thing was over. It's like I was just like using that school thing just to carry me to my, you know, carry me to football. That was my only motivation for ever going to class type. Of, man, wonderful. It would have been over for all that. And that's what it was like. Like realistically, like school was school was cool. But like I just I had hit that point where I knew ain't no future in this. You know what I'm saying? It ain't no future in this school stuff. I mean, realistically, I only needed like six credits to, you know, to be done. But it was a couple classes that were just like it wasn't worth it. Um, a couple philosophy classes that I needed. You know, I was at a Catholic school, so, you know, they had a whole different um, set of rules. <laughs> but I had my own rules. I, You know, I knew like, OK, it's time to go. You know, sometimes you just get that feeling in life. You might be at that place right now where you got... You know, sometimes you got to know when it's time to make that next move. And I knew it was time to make that next move because I was doing stuff in my behavior. Like, I'm not going to class. That's over. It's, I'm not going to class. What? It's over. I got to the point where I'm hitting my roommate like, bro, sign me in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's over. I just lost all motivation to do any type of school. I would put like this. My, my so-called senior year. What was that? The spring of 2016, 17. I was, we was having fun. I was basically just riding it all out. You know, I'm just enjoying the moment. You, you know, we was having fun. So I'm like, this school thing over. I'm like, man. I'm, and I remember telling like a couple people around me, like, bro, I'm up out of here. Like, they like, man, you tripping, bro. Man, look, bro. I wasn't telling people like, man, I'm about out of here because I'm about to, you know, and go embrace my purpose and my journey. I was just like, I was just giving them, you know, the the uh, the humble version. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm I'm like, man, yeah, I'm done. You know, and I and let me get me. Don't get me wrong. I didn't have the language. I didn't, you know, know what life had in store for me. But I knew school wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, this. This is a wrap. I got to that point again where I just wasn't feeling happy. I'm like, man, it's over. So, and for me, I'm the type like, I'm not going to fight for nothing. That's not worth having. If I'm fighting for it, 
man, it's worth it. If I'm putting in that work for it, oh, it's worth it. School, I wasn't going. I was. I knew I wasn't going to go that. I wasn't going to go that extra mile. So I'm like, I'm up out of here. So I come home, and you know, I'm still continuing to, you know, em embrace meditation. I'm still, it's still a part of my life, right? It was the only thing that was keeping me, like, you know, you know, at peace. And even to this day, you know, it, it you know, it's a, it's a powerful tool. You know, I'm gonna be doing, you know, episodes where I'm gonna be going into the, you know, the depths of, you know. The different techniques and things that you can use, how you can use meditation to bring, you know, uh, bring out certain you can. Man, listen, put it like this. You can get to the point with meditation where you can use it for manifestation purposes. Um, installing programs, um, uninstalling programs, it, it get deep. One of the ways that I've I've used meditation is to, you know, program for my purpose, my long-term goals, certain things that I want to bring about. Um, you know, meditation is, man, it's, it's definitely kept me because I used to use weights and football and lifting to like channel certain aggression that I used to have. It used to help me with my anger, you know, when I was younger, right? But you don't even know, like you just get so deep in, man, I, I've I've been deep with meditation, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and we're gonna get into it. We're gonna really go deep because it has brought a lot of peace. Uh, you know, ain't nothing perfect, but as humans, we need tools to, you know, assist us. We need tools to guide us, right? We need things. You know, ultimately, we we the masters of our reality in life. But, you know, we need tools to continue on this journey. You know what I'm saying? Especially right now, we in the so-called pandemic, man. It's like Noah's Ark. But the Ark is the mindset. It's not a physical boat. It's the mentality. That's Noah's Ark. That's what they really refer to as Noah's Ark. It's the mindset. Mindfulness, being mindful, right? Again, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast to let you know you the master. It's not something outside of you. It's you. They say, well, God, well, in the Bible, they say the kingdom is within. And God dwells in the kingdom. So if the kingdom is within and God dwells in the kingdom, it is a God it's somewhere outside the kingdom. <laughs> so I want to let you know that it's within you. You the master. The universe looking at you like, we waiting on you. You tell us what to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, you know, we're going to really get into it, man. Um, and I thank you guys for, you know, continuing to listen. And be with me on this journey. I want to be with y'all on y'all journey too. That's why I'm putting this out there. And I'm going to give y'all me. I ain't going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to. I'm going to give y'all the real deal. I want y'all to, you know. You know, I have a, one of my purposes. Now I know one of my passions is, you know, bringing a certain light. Bringing a certain mentality.
to mankind, to the world, and being able to just put a certain energy into the world. You know, that's my per that's a part of my purpose. You know, so duty calls. And with that being said, I thank you all for continuing to listen. And I'll see y'all on the next episode. Peace.